0: Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And
2: I'm Jamie Jennings, back in Phoenix, Arizona. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 23rd, episode 1979, brought to you by Omega Alpha Equine. Good morning, Horse World.
0: Monday, Monday, can't trust that day. I didn't know. Well, it's your fault, so... Behind our masks, we're perfectly ordinary people.
1: And now, our perfectly unordinary host, Jamie Jennings.
0: Really?
2: (laughs) Just remember, my friend, that payback can happen.
0: And Glenn the Geek. I'd have to get new tights.
2: Well, good Monday, happy Monday, Glenn. I'm in here. Chad's sitting behind me, and I just said that it's episode 1979 in front of the guy who said, "Oh, you've got a new job talking about horses on the radio. What are you going to do after the first week?" Uh, and here we are, 1979.
0: We are Boom. two weeks away from our tenth and tenth anniversary of Horse Radio Network. Two
2: weeks in our two thousandth episode. What
0: we got to figure that out. We talked about actually being in the same location for our 2000th episode, and you know, I think it falls during WEG, so we might be in the same location.
2: We might be, and if it's not, um, I because I'm hoping it to come to WEG like the 19th. So if it we don't do the 2000, if if it's scheduled before, let's just cancel. <laughs> we'll just, like, hold off. It'll be like a two-week we'll build-up, uh, and we'll be two, in the same place. We'll
0: do 1,999A, 1,999B.
2: Or just skip 2,000, and go to 2001, and then 2002, oh, and then, then we come go back. back to 2,000. That's
0: perfect. I like that idea. That That'd sounds be something, like something you and I. Yeah, we would do. Yeah, we exactly. would
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> Considering we never actually remember our anniversary of the show, no. anything like that. So it's actually perfect. We'll do that. Sounds yeah, we'll good. do that.
0: All right. All right. We'll, we'll go backwards in time if we need <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Hey, by speaking good. of tickets for WAG, uh, I just got noticed this morning that they're not selling as many as they thought. Big surprise. Um, well, it's
2: in the middle of nowhere, but you know what? I what I've been reading. I read an economic impact study of what the WAG did for Lexington, and it was a really good thing. It brought. Tons and tons of visitors and dollars to Lexington. But so the,
0: the thing Lexington had that this area doesn't have is hotels. Lots of pre-existing
2: hotels. Hotels. structures. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: they had hotels, and that's what's scaring people away. And the organizers, they were expecting four to five hundred thousand tickets. Jamie and a uh, smart. TV station in the local area went under the Freedom Information Act because they got government money, and so, they, the, so the WAG organizers had to turn over their ticket numbers, very smart on the uh, station's part, and they've sold 91,000. Out of the four hundred to five hundred thousand they expected, so I and there's and of course the organizers are coming on saying, "Well, we're going to sell them all. Most tickets sell in the last four to six weeks. I don't think that's going to happen this time because I cannot tell you how many people I've asked to stay on our floor in the house we're renting because they're scared (laughs) of the hotel situation, and I think that they they can't overcome that one. I mean, how are you going to overcome that one? So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. But if you want a ticket, you can get it now. It's they're available. Yeah, they're real cheap. <laughs> and 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 Jamie might be coming. You get to meet her at some point. Uh, you know
2: what? You know why I'm coming. Can we? Can I say? Yeah, why I'm sure. Coming? We got plenty of time. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So um, Mon- I, I it's so this is awesome. Okay, so Monty Roberts was uh, invited to come and do a demo, and he is going to do a demo. I think it's like. The 20th, 21st, maybe somewhere Toward around the that. end
0: of the show, if I remember. Toward
2: right. the end. Yeah. And he's going to do a demo. And Debbie contacted me and said, you know, we really want to take, have a Mustang do a demo with one of his, the, the veterans so he can explain horse sense and healing and his big thing. Well, I'm like, you need a Mustang up by North Carolina. I bet I know somebody that can help Elisa. So I call Elisa Wallace, who's going to bring her Mustang up for Monty to do a demo with. <laughs>
0: How cool is Isn't that, that what cool? What a small world! <laughs> I know.
2: I might be sleeping in Elisa's trailer, so you don't know what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we might have room on the floor. It Depends.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm so I'm super excited. So it's going to be really fun. So I hope I get to go. Um, it just depends on Chad's work schedule. Seriously, like. I don't feel like t- dragging Lucas to Well, the other to this. thing,
0: too, is it's in September. So if your your kids are back in school, you're not likely to drag them out of school right the week, two weeks after they started. So that's a problem, too. Uh, you know, if the kids, if you wanted to make it a family thing, it's going to be difficult to do. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, he'll figure it out. It's uh. just kindergarten. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. He's in kindergarten next year? Official now? No. He
2: starts kindergarten. I go to meet his teacher on Thursday. This And then he starts early? on Yes. It's weird here. He's his first day. It's like a half day. They do like a couple of half days for kindergartners is July 31st. <laughs> it's
0: weird. I know it is, it is weird. All <laughs> right. Well, we do have a show <laughs> planned for you today. We have an auditor coming on who got a new Mustang, right?
2: Riding cowgirl, yeah, we're going to talk to Corinna about her new horse, and then we really, you know, honestly, don't know what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> well, so it's
0: mornings, let's uh, be honest. Let's I have be some real. lists for you. I have some news that we have to get to. Uh, uh, so we have some things to do. We have things. Ja- Jamie and I always find things to talk about. So let's get to our daily winnies. Well, my Daily Winnie goes out to all, and how exciting is this, all the new auditors we've had over the past week, and I think it's some kind of record. You guys are all coming out of the woodworks to become auditors, and we appreciate that, and the other auditors do too, and I know the hosts do as well. And then let's start naming them. Jackie Teeson, Bethany McNett, Tara Newfeld, Kate Henderson, Jason Knight, Holly Huddleston, uh, Susan Burris, Heather Rovecamp, Joanna Irish, Cynthia Rowland, we want to thank you all for becoming auditors. If you haven't requested to be part of the auditor room yet, go to H R N Auditors on Facebook. Just search for H R N Auditors; you'll find it, and request to enter, and, and you'll get in. It's a couple questions you have to answer, and we'll they'll let you in over there at the auditor room. Uh, one thing I did want to mention is that if you were owed a mug, uh, they, a lot most of those went out, and you should have them uh, at the at that level. If you were owed a hat, those are going out today. We had to order a whole new batch. Of Hats because we ran out because we had a rush on auditors. So uh and by the way, the mug and hat people, Jamie, are at the twenty-five dollar a month level. So we you know, thank you all for for your support. Yep. Awesome. We appreciate that. So that's that.
2: I got a birthday. Birthday. Oh, not me. Happy birthday. (laughs) Chilly would like to send special birthday winnies out to my mama. It's my mama's birthday and she is, I will tell you, she is, I think she's 39, 39 (laughs) years old. It's amazing how she's younger than me. Jamie's like but, 15. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, happy birthday to mama. Now, I also know that it's like mother-in-law birthday day because it's your mother-in-law's day. Yes. Yeah, I as think it well. was her birthday
0: yesterday. Yep. But happy birthday to her. She listens a, a lot. So
2: my mom doesn't listen, but I can tell her to. And I'll me like, mom, I said, happy birthday. Listen to the show.
0: So I still have to remember to and call then she'll her. And go, How tell do her. I do that again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to explain oh, it and get their phone. Out. Yeah, no, but I've happy I downloaded
2: them. the app for both parents, and they still don't listen. They, like, you just hit the button. Well, I haven't talked to you forever. Well, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I've talked to you because I talked about you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, and the other thing, too, is our friends, also, uh, you know, our relatives, not our friends, our friends actually listen, our relatives not so much. Um, but they, they say, well, what have you guys been up to? I say, I do an hour and a half show five days a week where we talk about what we've been up to. Just listen.
2: I don't want to be- call you and tell you what I've been up to <laughs> just, again just, I've already talked about it I know. my therapy I've already met with my therapist and let <laughs> right. it all out That's on right. the couch
0: <laughs> you mean I'm supposed to be billing you for this <laughs> um, <laughs> hey I wanted I to thank billing. Megan for filling in on Friday she uh, I heard reports all over the auditor room that she was a really good and you' were both she really good it. at really bad ads <laughs> I mean, she crushed
2: right? it man she I she got into a character and I started interviewing her like like I basically basically basically, made a phone call. And I said, Hi, I'm going to ask you about your horse. And she stayed in character and just killed it, man. You can't plan that kind of stuff. It was awesome.
0: (laughs) Well, that's great. I'm so happy. I knew you two get along because I had hosted with her once before. And I thought, and she said, well, was her request. She said, I got to do this with Jamie. And I said, well, then you got to do it on a Friday. And you have to practice your southern accent. So how did that go? Did she... Did she, she have
2: a... It was amazing.
0: Was it? It was good. amazing. Good, because she she's not great. from the South, so... Um, well, good for her. Good job, Megan. And also, I want to congratulate uh, my mentor in the podcasting world, Dave Jackson. Uh, it is the Week of Podcast Movement, which I'm not attending this year. It's in Center City, Philadelphia, which is the biggest podcasting conference for podcasters. And... Uh, I'm I'm, one of the reasons I'm really upset I'm not going. We just couldn't make the schedule work. Is that my friend, and he's been on this show before. Remember, he sat in with us. Um, and he was on The Messenger's Movie, uh, and he's just somebody I look up to. And when I need help in podcasting, he's been doing it longer than me, believe it or not, um, I go to Dave Jackson, and Dave is being inducted into the Podcast Hall of Fame uh, tomorrow night at Podcast Movement. So congratulations to Dave. He deserves it. He is really one of the, the thought leaders in the podcasting world. and has been for like 12 years. So congratulations to Dave Jackson, and I'm um, so happy for him. Well, uh, also, Chincoteague happens this week. We're trying to get somebody live. If you're going to be at Chincoteague on Wednesday, we want to hear from you. We want to hear because they're running at the ponies across the water actually between 8 and 10 Eastern time when we're on the air. So we've done this before. It's always so exciting to have somebody live there. Remember, the was it last year or the year before? We had somebody in a boat watching the podies go by. At the time, yeah.
2: So it's really fun. It's really cool. Yeah. If anybody's there, bring it to the rest of us. Yeah, let us know.
0: It. Drop me a, drop me or Jamie a message on Facebook, and we'll we'll get you on the air on on Wednesday morning. So definitely let us know. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about Monty's, or do you want to answer a listener? um let's we, or do we want to go I right don't really to the guest
2: much just i don't much have much to say about monty be, uh because i got. i'm done i feel fin- like finished that course i'm going back in a couple weeks so you'll hear more about it but uh hopefully this next time i won't have to try to translate everything into spanish uh, i taught a full session in spanish and i mean oh, i had wow. google translate next to me to practice like how do you, how does one say shoulder? You know, and so, so <laughs> there were some words I needed to know, but other than that, it went really well, and and everybody did a good intro course, and I was very really happy to be a part of it. So, um, I I'll take the question real quick, and then we'll call Corinna. Okay. Okay. So the question
0: is, why don't you read it? All right. So uh, this was on our auditor Facebook page. We have a horse at my barn on paddock rest. He's on four to four to six plus months for a torn for a torn tendon. His paddock is in the central area of my barn, so he has a lot of interaction with people and sees what's going on. However, people have clearly been hand feeding him a lot because he's gotten extremely bitey which is why Monty doesn't like feeding treats, Uh, which is very, very unlike him. His owner has asked firmly, or his owner has asked firmly, told people to stop hand feeding, but the biting has continues. He's got toys in his paddock and blah, blah, blah. What should we do? Boy, this is a tough one because being locked up just sucks for a horse.
2: (laughs) It really is. Because, you know, there's just horses that that take advantage of being hand fed. You know, you could you could give Thor in my backyard a hand treat and he he, you have a treat in your hand and he looks at you and he's like, can I please have that? It's all. It's okay. I'll wait over here. But I just, I just want you to know that I really respect you, and I want that treat. And then you've got Zeus, who's like, you have food, you know, and like mugs <laughs> you like crazy. So different personalities of different horses. This obviously, a horse has a, a more Zeus-like personality.
0: But um, uh, before you go on, how much of this do you think is hand treats, or how much is being locked up, or is it a combination of both? just—it's
2: a—it's a combination yeah. of both. They—they they have too much energy. It's like race horses. They, they bite all the time because they're cooped up 23 hours a day. So a lot of it is just just needing to release adrenaline and release energy. Um, unfortunately, you just can't. Tough. You're going to have to. I, I'm going to have to love you too much right now and lock you in. Obviously, I would put signs everywhere. I would put signs that he bites and don't feed him hand treats. But there's a, yeah, once, something. You, you put
0: that on the sign. He bites because that discourages <laughs> the better than bite anything. Your face <laughs> Yeah.
2: Um, you know, if he's getting hand walks several times a day, that's great. I don't know how you're keeping control of him there, but hopefully they have a dually halter. So I would school him to the dually halter and let him understand that you have to have a personal bubble. You have your space. Like, I'm gonna if he reaches at me, I'm gonna school him with that dually. And what that is is like a little sharp tug because the dually doesn't hurt. It has these ropes over the nose that twist. Like, uh, Monty says, like having a twist in your sock, it's just uncomfortable. Um, but school them to the dually halter. I would say they're probably hand walking them. hopefully with that, because if you put a chain over their nose, through that chain through there, the chain doesn't release. You have to, when you pull down on that chain, that chain just tightens down and a dually halter, when you pull down on the dually and then you release it, it releases so it's a really awesome tool uh, to use. The other thing that that Monty suggests, and I'm not I'm not quick enough for this. So I had to find a tool. Uh, when you it, it, the horses learn a lot through a, a distractibility. You can distract a horse by doing something else. So when a horse bites you or goes to bite you, if you take your foot, And you tap him on the front of the leg with your foot like a little like not a you're not going to kick him, but you basically tap him like, hey, and he's going to then look down his leg. He goes to bite you and he feels something uncomfortable on his leg and he looks his leg and then he goes to bite you again and you kick him in the leg again, you know, tap him with your leg again and he looks down his leg. Then pretty soon. As he goes to bite, he's going to go, crap, and he's going to look at his leg. It's a very cool way to train horses to redirect behavior. If you take a horse that bites and you smack them, you are adding fuel to their fire you know you're like giving them the fight that they actually want so what i've done because i'm not quick enough to take my leg and hold it and not fall over while tapping them with my leg is i took a broom (laughs) like a broom stick and took the broom (laughs) off the end and you just hold it like a walking stick you know like you've got a walking stick and you're walking around they go to bite you take the walking stick and Tap them on the, not on the tendons, obviously. He might have leg wraps on, so you've got that to deal with. Go a little higher up on the, in the forearm area, and you just tap them, and they go, "Crap, what was that?" And they look at their leg. Keep walking. Do it again. Uh, If you think about this, think of the word picnic. Positive instant consequences, negative instant consequences. You have basically three seconds. You know, when you come home and your dog is pooped on the floor, you can't scold your dog when you walk in the house because they're, they don't have any inkling that that's what they're getting yelled at for, right? Because it's gone. Horses are the same way. Um, it needs to be within three seconds for them to relate. They've done studies to relate to whatever is happening um, as a positive consequence or a negative consequence. You pick up your rein and you ask your horse to soften in the bridle or okay say say your horse is tied to the wall straight tied and they pull back and they feel the pressure and then they come forward that's a instant positive consequence. So the positive is like, oh, it released. You pick up your hand, it releases. You pull them forward when you're leading them and they come forward, the pressure releases. Those are positive instant consequences. We need to have a negative instant consequence for the horse biting. So it bites gets tapped on the leg, boom, immediately. And then there's a negative instant consequence that happens. Am, are you following me, Glenn? Am I, I am totally on? following
0: you. I do this to you all the time. When you start talking about something I don't want to talk about and I start talking about something else, I, I distract you with something else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's very true you do good do that and i fall for it every, <laughs> every single time, time. <laughs> so use destruction positive no this makes a use lot of sense positive actually positive and negative instant consequences so uh just use those just taking the way the horse thinks but if you hit a horse or sm- I smack him on the nose i do that obviously then you create a horse that's secondarily head shy by hitting them in the face, you know, or you create a horse that like they bite, you hit, they bite, you hit, they bite, you hit. And then you have this like huge fight. That's Because happening. you're right. Natural
0: instinct for horses to, I mean, that's what they do, right? They go after each other. And if, if, uh, if you're hitting them, they're thinking, okay, it's time. <laughs> right. It's to exactly. to go here, go. here, this, here we this go this is what I've
2: been waiting for I have so much energy built up for me all
0: right. and Let's I can go! win this battle
2: <laughs> and they will win they will always win so schooling to the Dooley Halter and that positive instant consequences negative instant consequences you yeah. know what when he's walking nicely and he's not biting you there's no there's no schooling uh, schooling that's happening. Uh, So it's positive.
0: Jennifer did a different thing with uh, Scooter because he's a hackney pony and ponies like their treats and I like giving him treats and that wasn't stopping. So um, she came up with an alternate solution is that she taught him to turn his head. If he, want, if, if he thought he was going to get a treat, instead of going for your hand and attacking, he had to turn his head uh, one direction towards his back, and he turns it, like, all the way around. <laughs> and people will come and say, what's he doing? I said he's asking for a treat, but he's not going after their hand. Uh, he's turning his head, and then if he turns his head a couple times and figures out he's not getting a treat, he just gives up, right? With, uh,
2: with magic, I, I taught her how to smile. I taught her all these little tricks, and I put the treat on the ground. Right in front of her on the rubber mat. So now you walk up to her and she'll smile and put her head down.
0: There you go. Instead of going through the hand, it's just a distraction. It is a distraction. It's the same thing. I never thought about it that way, though, until you said those words. Uh, It is a distraction. Now, Scooter was smart enough to figure out if it doesn't work one direction, then I'm going to turn my head three times the other direction, too. (laughs) (laughs) How funny. How funny. That's great. All right. Why don't uh, we talk a little bit about Omega Alpha and then we'll get our guest, Karina, on? All right. Are you going to play it or are you going to I, it? I can. Uh, I, I got it right here. I'm ready. Okay. Maybe.
1: Omega Alpha specializes in natural formulations for enhancing equine health and performance, and they know how much personality and behavior can factor in the quality of our relationship. Whether we're an Olympic-level competitor or modest weekend warrior... That's why they've created three different all-natural formulas to help us get the most out of our horse-to-human relationship. Chill Liquid, formulated especially for horses with pre-performance jitters. Chill Ultra Paste, with the added benefits of B1 and Magnesium. And Premier, the hormone balancer for witchy mares, and you know who you are. Look for all of Omega Alpha's all-natural formulas at your local tack and feed supplier, or you can visit them online at Omega. AlphaEquine.com
0: Well, and we, of course, can find Omega Alpha on Facebook as well. Uh, Let me if Jennifer would move back, I can make the call here. All right. Let's call Corinna. Corinna is one of our terrific auditors. She actually set up the dinner when Jennifer and I came through Seattle. Oh, really? Yep, she sent up the dinner there, and uh, we got to meet her and a bunch of the other listeners there. It was a lot of fun. So we're getting up her, her up early. She's West Coast.
2: Hey, while you're getting, uh, are you close to getting her on? Yep,
0: she's ringing now. She should be
2: here. Good she morning! Here. Good morning! <laughs> I have a new horse. (laughs) I know you do girl. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's back up. First of all, do you have any other horses?
1: Yes. I have a retired off the track thoroughbred.
2: Okay. And how old is, is that horse?
1: He's 15.
2: 15. So what made you decide I want another horse?
1: Well, um, because he's retired, I'm not riding, and uh, my thoroughbred and I. I wanted another riding horse.
2: Oh, so, so he's not just retired from ri- racing; he's retired from riding.
1: Yes, he has some soundness issues, and I had to retire him last fall.
2: Oh, yeah. So you needed a new horse. What took you so long? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, tell us about about now. You got a new Mustang. And why did you want to get a Mustang? What sold you on the horse?
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I've been listening to this show for a number of years, and I was following along when you got your first Mustang, Thor, and then when you got your second Mustang, Zeus. And, of course, I follow Mary Kitzmiller and her Mustangs and um, other listeners of this show who have Mustangs and fabulous reports And, um, I also have a few friends that have Mustangs and that are wonderful horses. And, um, so that was really my
2: motivation. Um, Yeah. I wanted to join the club. I mean, come on. Yes, exactly. So, So, so you set out to find a Mustang. What did you, how did you, how did you decide on getting to where you got, where you got your Mustang?
1: Well, um, I'm in Washington State, on the west side of the mountains, north of Seattle. And last year there was a Mustang makeover in a town called Monroe, and uh, it was really great fun. And I was sitting in the audience when they were uh, the bidding was going on, and um, and the horses were auctioned off. And uh, I was hoping they were going to have another makeover there this year, uh, but they're facility calendar didn't have it on there. And I couldn't really remember what the name of the organization was. Um, even though I went to the BLM website and was looking for where they were going to hold this event in Washington. And, um, it was, I really had a hard time finding it. And then, uh, we were on a family vacation, uh, back in Maine and, um, good old Facebook Uh, the 2018 Washington Mustang makeover came up in my newsfeed and and I was like, well, where the heck is that? And, and it was, it's in a, it was in a town that's about two hours East of uh, where I live, which is up and over the Cascade mountains. And Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, okay, great. I'll just go over there and I'll see. And um, I don't know. And then things really started to happen at that point. Um, I mentioned it, to a friend she couldn't go and then I mentioned it to another friend and she said yeah let's go I'll bring my horse trailer and so <laughs> nice like, oh, this is getting real yeah. yeah
2: so so did they have like a catalog of when I've adopted Thor and Zeus both there was a catalog and they have a picture and a little bit of a bio did they have that on this makeover no um what they had the only
1: way you could preview any of the available horses was to go to this Facebook site. Um, so I became a, a stalker and uh, was, was, you know, looking at all these horses and these trainers posting their, their pictures and their videos and stuff like that. But there really wasn't that much information. And then a friend of a friend pointed out this gray Mustang named Thor. And, um, and I thought, well, I'll we'll definitely go over for that. So, um, yeah, I, we just my, so just my by girlfriend, looking
2: just by looking on the Facebook page, you kind of saw this horse Thor. Obviously, the name was amazing, um, and obviously. you you saw this horse. And you're like, that's the one. Uh, but you can look at the other ones too. So you had to fill out your application and get all that approved.
1: Yes. Yeah, and it was too late for me to do the online, uh, for the online bid and stuff like that. So I was just, what I remembered from the makeover I had attended last year is that I could fill out the application on site. So, you know, I was kind mm-hmm. of counting on all these pieces falling together, and, and uh, they they did. They really did. And,
2: and then, so and I, they they do the makeover, you're watching all these horses. How many horses caught your eye besides Thor?
1: Um, so there were only four horses that were under saddle and um that is one of the criteria that I decided on when I was going over. It's like, okay, I want a horse that's under saddle, even though they had a bunch of two year olds and and yearlings that were adorable and just I mean, you could totally see their potential of of what they were gonna be for riding horses in the future, but I had to stick with this criteria. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to bid on um, the horses under saddle. So that narrowed it down to four.
2: Okay. And so, so they do the whole thing. How did the how did this horse place in the actual under saddle event?
1: Um, I think third, and Perfect. then fourth overall.
0: Well, that's perfect because you don't want four. the winner because they Cha-ching! go for more. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and actually, um, that's not really what happened. So,
2: <laughs> okay, so let's let's tell us about the auction you had. I know that we had talked before, and you had a budget planned. How did that go? Yes. <laughs> Disaster. Um, yes,
1: I had a budget <laughs> planned, and then I had like these other, um, like. Kind of stopping points of where
2: so you at know, this point you had budget ish ish
1: <laughs> i yes, I had a budget ish I mean, I definitely had a final top number,
2: <laughs> and, okay, and, and how'd, how'd you do? <laughs> like, cause when, well, when the auction closed with Thor, I had, or Zeus, I had a budget, I had a number and it was no. And I went like a thousand dollars over that. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to get divorced. And yeah, so that was, there, that was kind of my experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're we're the same. So the bidding starts, he's going to go in 500, 600, 700. What, what happened? Huh? You got it. You got to spill it. Come on. We're, we're all okay. friends here.
1: All right. Well, let me tell you how the action worked. So um, Thor, like I said, he was third in the riding and he was fourth overall, which was 20, a total of, I think, 20 horses. Um, so he, he placed high, uh, but there was this uh, wonderful Roan, um, kind of strawberry Roan Mustang that he was the, the winner, winner. And he was the one that was first up for auction. So I bid on him. And then it got to be about, I don't know, $300 over my, my first budget. And, and so I stopped. And then um, the second-place horse came out. And uh, this horse had a rough, or not the, it wasn't the second-place horse. It was the fourth-place under horse came out. And this horse had had a rough, a rough start. So he didn't sell. And then the second place horse came out and the bidding was going and going. And I bid on that one too. And that one um, went a few hundred dollars over my budget and I stopped. And then Thor came out and Thor is a lovely gray and the audience. dapple gray,
2: beautiful. That was
1: awesome. And I had this circle of friends around me that just sort of migrated toward me like it was magic or something. And the bidding started and it went fast and furious. And there was a, a gentleman who who was obviously an experienced bidder. I've never done this before, by the way. And you know, it, the auctioneer would say, okay, you know, anymore. We'd settle on, you know, there'd be a price and and anymore, anymore. And then he'd raise his paddle. And I said, Argh, darn it, which is not what I really said. So, I started using that strategy. And then, at the end, we got to um my top bid. Um, and you're like, top like, bid is
2: like your divorce bid.
1: Um, not quite, but you know, that's the good news. Um, but you know the, she was look- the auctioneer was looking for more bids, and I at the last second, I raised my paddle and I got him and the, and oh my gosh it was just so wonderful i mean it makes me feel a little choked up just thinking about it right now
2: oh my gosh so so you didn't you were a little more professional than i was because when they're like okay 600 i'm like raise my hand me and they're like 700 i'm like me They <laughs> <laughs> you know you already bid
0: i'll bid again and don't and when you're <laughs> when you have the the top bed and the auctioneer insists on playing it out for another four George, minutes. I'm up. like, yeah, you're sitting back there going, would you shut the hell up? Somebody unplug his mic.
1: So- <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, I was holding my breath. I wasn't blinking. I wasn't watching anyone, um, except the auctioneer. And it was, I mean, if, thankfully I had my friends around me who were, you know, kind of having a run-in commentary of you know the trainer was holding the horse and what her expressions were, but it was amazing.
2: I just can't even describe the feelings. So feeling. exciting! Oh my, so stressful though. Like you had stomach pains for days, didn't you? Just the I, I was anxiety.
1: exhausted. You know, <laughs> all this happened. I mean, the time my friend and I left uh, her house with her horse trailer, and by the time we got back with the horse and you know, the horse delivered and settled and uh, et cetera, et cetera. It had been 24 hours. I couldn't believe it. It felt like a week.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so true. That totally happens. Well, so you renamed him. You didn't like the name Thor. You decided you needed to I come up with something. I love the name
1: Thor. But it was already, but, you know, of course, who did I think of when they said, oh, well, here's Thor the Mustang. And I was um, like, well, oh, Jamie, oh, the, the
0: name Mustang. hog. That's, that's <laughs> some of good names.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um and thor came with a buddy named loki so i was like okay i'm gonna stick with the whole norse germanic mythology and I, so i said odin and you know he looks more like an odin than a thor to me uh, she oh. had
2: to one-up me and go with his <laughs> yeah, father exactly the king <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah but odin died and then thor was still there so there's that uh, it's yeah awesome. it's, 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 I agree with you, though. I think Odin is more a gray name. I think that's perfect. Because he was gray. He had gray hair. Perfect. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah.
2: You know, wisdom, healing...
1: You know, those sorry are the great
2: for spoiling things. the end of Ra- or the beginning <laughs> of Ragnarok. Jeez, Glenn, <laughs> they don't tell everybody he died. Uh, if they haven't
0: seen it by yet, by now, then they deserve to get it spoiled.
2: So. <laughs> sorry, back to your horse. Back to your horse. Okay. Yeah. So, have you done anything with him yet?
1: Um, no, I You know, we just got arrived yesterday. Um, you know, he's just such a gem. What I love about him is, you know, just his. He's got a soft eye. he's genuinely curious about things, and that sort of trusting that kind of trusting nature that that these horses seem to come with versus my thoroughbred who is suspicious of everything, um yeah, it's it's just such a huge difference. and um, I, I just think he's gonna be so straightforward. it's I'm just really excited to have a lot of fun with him.
2: That's awesome. Well, get him to work. Don't give him too much time off. They turn wild pretty quick. So <laughs> when, yeah. like that's what they say at the prison. Like when you get him home, put them to work. You know, they don't need yeah, a month said, off. Right.
1: They said that to me, too. So, yeah, we'll have him in work on Wednesday That's when my trainer comes back from uh, her regular days off. So that'll be it'll be great.
2: That's so exciting, Corinna. I'm so excited for you and, and Odin and and the whole progress that we're going to see. So keep us posted, keep us updated, and congratulations. I will. Thank you so much. Thanks, Corinna. All, right. All, right. All right. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Mustang family. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thanks. These Mustang makeovers have just done so much for getting Mustangs. You know, like I can't, I, I don't have the facility to gentle a wild horse. I don't have the ability. I don't have the facility. I mean, I now have the training to do it, but you have to have the facility as well. And there's just so many people that don't have that. And these Mustang makeovers have allowed the everyday normal person like me to go out and buy, and Corinna to go out and buy a Mustang and to be able to be a part of its life. So uh, she was very sketchy on how much she paid for it. Yeah, she so, didn't really say, did she? I, I feel think. like her twelve thousand
0: dollars. <laughs> <laughs> <It's like
2: laughs> I feel like her husband may not know the numbers, so we might. Decide. Yeah,
0: I thought you were going to push that a little further, and then you didn't. I got, and then I went, "Oh, the spouse." There, sisters
2: stick yes, together. Yeah. Here, you know. <laughs> we have to
0: have him on the horse husband's episode and find out how I he know. really feels about that. Um, well, a couple other things. I know that today's sh- show is going to be a little shorter than normal, and that's the live listeners know why, but the recorded listeners do not. Uh, we had a little technical difficulty today.
2: We did, and, and for those live listeners, they got to hear me try to kill time by telling the story of the time I auditioned for Deal or No Deal. Yes, so. right.
0: That's right, and listen to you recite the states, and listen to uh-huh. me swear at my courts. Um, I, so there's that. And then we found out all of that, that whole thing for Half an hour was because of a bad cord, So there you go. <clears throat> so, uh, so the show is going to be a little shorter. A couple other things, though, I did want to mention is Mongol Derby's coming up. <clears throat> it's coming up uh, very quickly. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing our coverage of the Mongol Derby. Well, they decided to one-up it. Uh, because remember Devin Horn, who we've been following, and it's, we're really following this year, and it's her third time doing it. And if you saw the movie, did you see the movie yet? All the Wild Horses?
2: I have not seen Would you go note.
0: watch it already? So, Dude,
2: I've been at a place with no television.
0: <laughs> so go watch the movie. But the uh, people at The Adventurists who run the Mongol Derby have decided to one-up that. And uh, they are doing a new world-class horse race. All the details are not out yet, but we do know that it's going to be in October of 2019. It's going to be the first. And it's going to be in Patagonia. So oh. do you know where that is? <clears throat> it's yes. the very tip of South America. So and it is absolutely beautiful. Remember we interviewed we interviewed a woman who rode down there uh, like on a long distance ride through Patagonia. And completely different than Mongolia and it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with. They're saying that it's probably going to one-up the Mongol Derby. So they're saying if you thought Mongol Derby was a, was a horse adventure, then you've got to look at Patagonia. So we're waiting for the details to come out on that, but Devon was devastated because she said, I'm retiring from Mongol Derby after this is my third time, and now they threw this at her. So now she has to go do this one too
2: obviously she has to
0: (laughs) so patagonia is going to be a new one it's called the gaucho derby so uh that's what that was that was big announcement uh from last week from the Adventurists. cool Uh, and leslie is not with us today because she is traveling back from a little event they did up in montana so she'll be traveling mm-hmm. back from that. She goes to that every year. I didn't see the results of that. Uh, did You You were gone, too. So I don't think either one of us looked at the results of that.
2: No, but I did have some news. <sighs> yes. Did you know Victor Espinoza got hurt? Yeah, he, was, he.
0: But fractured. it wasn't in a race, right? It was training a horse?
2: Um, he Yeah, he was just during training, he the horse fell, uh, and he fractured his C3 vertebrae. And according to his agent, he's going to stay at the hospital for observations. There's no signs of paralysis and no other <laughs> fractures, but he's experiencing numbness in his left shoulder. Mm. They said he's regained about 50% of the feeling. Doctors are optimistic he'll recover uh, fairly quickly, but he was not sure how long he'll be um, over this. But yeah, he was doing a workout. Uh, the colt fell and uh, the colt didn't make it. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. I just know that they I got read the paramedics The one out. article <laughs> I said,
0: said the colt had a cardiac arrest. Oh
2: yeah. Cardiac event. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what I read is they had a cardiac event, which is usually the case when, it, when the horse just falls like that and you know, That could happen in the field. It just happened when he was riding him, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, But uh, all right, good. Well, we're going to cut it short today, uh, and we're going to can't
2: leave on bad news like that. Okay, you're like okay, good. Uh, uh, Let's Let's say something happy. (laughs) You're the the one that ended there.
0: Uh, Let's say something happy. Um, What do you want to say, happy? Know. do you have a good list or something like fun uh how about uh t- <laughs> this is appropriate how about the this is from horse nation uh how about the seven times i totally dodged a bullet in my horse life
2: sounds sounds good let's get that
0: okay how about the first one and we've all lived these every one of these we've all lived uh let's see who wrote this this is by Kristen over at HorseNation.com. uh horse loses a bell boot but the shoe is still on so you got them out in the field, and the, you got bell boots on because you're, two, you know, it's the night before a horse show, and you look, and the bell boots gone, and what's the first thing you think is the shoe is gone oh, too? No. Yep, it's gone. She's gone too. Nope, she was still there. Dodged a bullet. Second one, horse loses a shoe with clips and nails, and you find the shoe.
2: And there's not a huge hoof attached to it. Exactly.
0: Chunk. Exactly. But that's the one panic you have is when they lose their shoe, and every horse does in the field eventually, is, and especially depending on how big the field is, you got to go out there in 12 acres and look and find the shoe. And the reason that you're so obsessed is there's nails sticking out of it, and it's going to stick in some other horse's foot. Yep. So, you're obsessed with finding it, and usually, uh, if we took the gator out to do that, we found it with the gator tire, is how we found the nail sticking <laughs> up. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so you were in good shape, you, bit the, you dodged the bullet ah. with the horse, not so much with the gator. Uh, someone leaves the gate wide open, but the horses are still in there. Now, I've never experienced that. I don't... <laughs> I that think a- has
2: never happened in the history <laughs> no. of my
0: life. No, me either. I don't know. Who- <laughs> Usually
2: the gate has been opened by Zeus, and he's let all his buddies out too.
0: Well, Zeus would be the one that would run behind him and shush him out. He's like, I'm yeah. not going on this adventure alone. You're all coming along.
2: Hey guys, hey guys, Zeus, we don't want to go retired. Come on, let's go. Yeah, we've <laughs> never what had else? this
0: either. I can't tell you how many times at three in the morning we would be we would hear hoofbeats on the road out in front of our house.
2: There's just if you hear hoofbeats in the middle of the night, nothing good is happening. No,
0: nothing good. And isn't Horses it a relief don't though? You know what it's midnight when no, you do bite know. when you do dodge the bullet is when you go outside and they're just running around their paddock and nobody is out. It's perfect that way. That That doesn't happen. No, that's true. How about the horse gets loose and runs into an empty paddock or stall and essentially locks himself in? Again, Uh. never happened. (laughs) <laughs>
2: one, I got to tell you, I hired a new person to come and clean the stalls and and she was walking out in the pasture and she didn't realize that the mares were out. And Zara, baby Zara gets out. Baby Zara, who's like a giant yearling now, comes out barreling out of the stall. She's like, well, I'm free. And she's like, oh, there's hay. And she runs into somebody else's stall. I was like, dude, does anybody get that on video? That never happens. Never happened one time.
0: <laughs> How about you fall off and land on your feet? And you don't break your ankle, let me add that. Um,
2: when that happens, you look around going, did anybody see that?
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Nobody ever sees And nobody ever videos that one. They just video the one where you break your arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one they video. How about the horse gets uh, totally stuck and doesn't panic? You had that with the horse between the wall and oh the fence. Oh, my
2: gosh. Zeus. Again, Zeus. Like every one of these goes back to him. Yeah. He we have a big shed out in our pasture. And it is maybe six inches from the non-movable metal fence behind it. Yeah. And I came out and I was like, where is Zeus? He's not here. And Magic at this point, she was turned out with him, it's running around like crazy. Jen just came in. I don't know if you even know this story. Magic's galloping around like crazy. I can't find Zeus anywhere. And she like Lassie runs over to the shed like, here he is. And I go around the back and he has wedged himself. But in the six he was, inches he
0: was totally between
2: <laughs> I, that has been out there for eight years. No horse has ever attempted to do that. And so his right front was forward and his left front were backwards. And then his right hind was forward. So he's like, had really wedged himself in there to get the like. Wouldn't most horses across? have
0: stopped at some point and backed up and went, okay, that didn't work.
2: It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to call the fire department. Did you cut know the building do.
0: down? I don't remember.
2: So I kept trying to figure out how to get him and he kept trying to go forward and I just started making him go backwards. Do you know what that son of a gun did? Talk about a horse is amazing. He reared straight up in the air, hung his whole top half over this five foot fence and like jumped, like did a lavade. Backwards and got himself out. <laughs> of course he did. There's photos of this. Nobody got on video him actually escaping because it was so terrifying. But yeah, he did. And then he like goes back to Grace, like, hmm, anybody <laughs> got anything to eat? Didn't totally not panic, not a scratch on him. Bizarre.
0: Well, number seven is something that we've never had either one of us happen either, is the horse uh, stall door gets ripped off its hinges, and the horse stands there quietly waiting for someone to come fix it. That usually happens with stall guards in our barn. You know, they just push through them, Uh, and they're never in their stall, no.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kristen was drunk. Yeah, I, it never I, happened.
0: she was too. Kristen, what are you thinking? If you had that happen, you have better horses than we do. Let's just put it that way.
2: She has drafts though, so yeah. you know maybe they just like not, they pooped on it and it broke down. Well, you know the draft.
0: This is how the draft mine works. Okay, I broke the door, but this is where I get fed, so I'm not leaving. This
2: yeah. is, <laughs> <laughs> what... leaving could be a lot of work. Yeah,
0: it's mm-hmm. an effort. I got to go find food myself, or I have it delivered right here. I'm sorry, I broke the door. And that's where they stand and wait, we had (laughs) our big draft was 18 and a half hands got cast in the stall. And that was the quietest distraction or what's the word when we when you extract them from the casting situation. Um, You
2: did have a horse that didn't panic too, huh?
0: Didn't panic at all. Just literally, we don't know how long the horse was there stuck to the wall. And this is, again, an 18 and a half hand draft. And we're like, okay, we got four ropes, and we were ready for the panic as we pulled him over, and we were going to be in the stall with him. We were all prepared to hit the door. We even calculated who was going out the door first, so we'd all be in order to do it faster. And we rolled him over, and he laid there and looked at us and went, thanks. that's good. Can I,
2: can I just get this hay? <laughs> can you give me that? There's a little piece right behind your foot. <laughs> <laughs> there is something about here.
0: drafts that is amazing. I mean, it really is because they do have that mentality like, uh, ah, it's too much effort. If I try and get up fast, I'll probably hurt myself, exert energy. So I'll just lay here. No and he did. And then eventually he got up and he was fine. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I can dodge Mom. the bullet. Dodge the bullet.
2: Dodge the bullet.
0: And we could probably come up with a thousand more instances of where you dodged the bullet. Is that better? Hey, better?
2: if you have one, email it to us. Uh, you can send it to me, jamie at horseradionetwork.com or glenn at horseradionetwork.com, and then uh, we'll read them on the air. How has you, have you dodged a bullet yes. with your
0: horse? At a show, at home, we don't care. Wherever with oh, I your was horse. thinking,
2: too, like when, um, you know, <laughs> Zeus... Will come in without his fly mask on and I'm like, Oh man, another fly mask and I go find it in the field and it's completely still not torn or anything. He just <laughs> scooped it off and I'm like, dodged a bullet.
0: That is a dodge That's a bullet what, moment. That yeah, that is for dude. sure. He or didn't
2: shred the fly mask.
0: Yep. Or anytime I put a blanket or a sheet on scooter and he comes in and hasn't torn it overnight, I've dodged the bullet. Uh anytime. True. Uh, yeah. I've dodged Very a bullet true. with him, yeah. All right. Are we ending on a your note now? We're good?
2: Yes, that's much right. better. Okay. okay, we're
0: good. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. It is Western Day. Tara will be here talking all things Western on the show. And then we'll have another show for you Wednesday. Jamie will be here back. And then Thursday is H- Horse Husband's Day. And if, by the way, if you ever want your horse husband to be on the show, I know most of you don't, but uh, if he actually does want to be on the show, then just contact me and we'll get him in the lineup to come on the show with us and do our Horse Husbands Roundtable. And get your ads into Jennifer at Network.com. Sounds like he has a good batch last week. So send them in. And we have a couple hats to give away this month. So get your ads in, Jennifer at Network.com. And if you have any complaints about today's episode, uh, send them to Jennifer at network.com because she wasn't here. And that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's where your complaints go. That's right. Thanks, everybody.
2: All right. Spade Nittergeld. Have a good
0: one.